Welcome everyone to Small Talk. Appreciate y'all being with us. And uh, tonight, you know what? We are going to talk about some real issues. We're going to talk about some real stuff. Now, normally, you hear us talking about things like uh, COVID-19, mixed messages from politicians, uh, a lot of griping about politicians, actually. You hear us talking about cognitive behavioral interventions, some serious stuff, but tonight we're going to take our seriousness to a whole new game, uh, level here. So I've got with me tonight Reggie, of course, all the way from St. Paul, Minnesota. You're and I have, I have Rebecca with me all the way from our daughter's room, a couple rooms away here in Chateau Small Talk. There she is. Those are not her fairy lights in her bedroom or uh, a.k.a. our bedroom, but rather our daughter's room. And uh, glad you all are with me tonight. And what we're going to talk about tonight is our pet peeves. What are our biggest pet peeves? And so I would appreciate it if you were watching live on Facebook, that you would chat to us. What are your biggest pet peeves? In fact, I think that I'm going to utilize this technology here on this great platform and put a crawl across the bottom of the screen, encouraging all you latecomers to do so when you get here. What are your biggest pet peeves? Here we go. And Glenn's here on the crawler. Yep. Glenn's here. Hello, Glenn. Glad Glenn is with us. Uh, Reggie, did I tell you that Glenn and I are uh, related uh, by marriage? Really? Yeah. And um, I don't. I don't know. What? Maybe Glenn could clarify. What do you What do you call the father of your brother-in-law? Fa father of your brother-in-law. I don't know. I just call him a good guy. Um, I like him. He's easy to talk to, and we could probably talk all day long politics. There you go. Yeah, we could do that. So, uh, so I want to hear your biggest pet peeves tonight, and uh, and we're going to start off with Rebecca. And uh, before we get too far down that road, though, don't let me uh, forget to encourage you to go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our podcast. Go to Google Podcasts, subscribe there, or Spotify or SmallTalk.tv. You'll find links there. All right, so Rebecca. Chivalry is not dead, especially here at Chateau Small Stig, uh, Small Talk, I should say. And so uh, we're going to start off, and and I'm going to listen with a finely tuned ear to my yeah. wife's biggest pet peeves. Reggie, you think that's a good idea? Oh yes, sir. That is the gospel right there that's coming towards you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, Glenn said the, uh, the the relationship here is friend. I like that. That's good. All right, Rebecca. Your pet peeves. I think you got three or four of them. I don't know what I they are yet. Them. So none of them are going to be a surprise to you. Okay, I'm right. I'm sure they will not after nearly twenty years of of uh, marital bliss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So pet peeve number one: if you have your voter's registration card and you cannot figure out the difference between T H E I R T H E R E and T H E Y apostrophe R E you should not be able to vote. Whoa. These are simple, simple grammatical forms. If we haven't figured this out, 
we need to go back to elementary school or just call me. I'll help you out. <laughs> that drives me absolutely insane. Don't read my, no, don't read my phone then. <laughs> just saying. Oh, and um, and my buddy Pat Harker. Now I'm 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 starting to think that this might be passive aggressive. All right, well, yeah, I don't know. This might be passive aggressive. He says prissy boy haircuts. All right. Well, we'll see. I don't know. If, maybe he can let me know whether he's being passive aggressive. But uh, <laughs> Rebecca wants you to make sure that you get there correct. Hey, and I'm gonna tell you. You know which one really grinds my gears, Rebecca? Is which one? When people can't tell the difference between our, like our house, and our, like are you going to the store? Yes. There's another have you good seen, one right Reggie, there. have you seen this one before? Oh, have you yeah. seen people do that before? Mm. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Maybe it's just because they're doing, you know, talk to text or something. Yeah. I don't know. But really. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Glenn's got to go in here. Uh, when someone says you have lost weight and you haven't, uh, yeah, uh, I also say at least twenty five pounds. Yeah, I like. <laughs> and Maybe lost weight? Yeah, about twenty five pounds. I haven't lost anything. All right, Rebecca, what's your next right. biggest pet peeve? Yeah, remember. This isn't something anybody else does, but I cannot stand wooden popsicle sticks. I can't eat a popsicle because the wooden, I can't stand it touching my teeth. Um, I don't like it when you go to the doctor and they want to stick that tongue depressor in your mouth. It just grosses me out. <laughs> it's one of those things that I just can't do it. Wooden spoons. Oh, wooden spoons. Not a, not a fan of wooden spoons. You don't cook wood. But no. Oh, we don't own not one wooden spoon in this house. Okay. Not one. We don't have a wooden um, cutting board. <laughs> Nope. You know what's interesting, though? We have a kitchen to redo. And Rebecca, did I just hear you say to my mother that butcher for block. countertops, yeah. you were thinking about butcher block? It's just different, though. Ah, different. okay. Now, okay. Reggie apparently is as surprised as I am, right? Yeah. So how is this different? I don't I don't know. I think they would look cool. I don't think I'd have to, you know, I wouldn't, A, I wouldn't be licking them. <laughs> Um, you never know. Yeah, I have to, hey, you never I have know to, like, what you might spill them. on that thing. <laughs> I don't think there's anything important enough for me to lick on the <laughs> countertop. I don't think I've ever licked a countertop before. Now I have said, please don't lick the countertop. I've said that to some children before, but I've never actually done it hey, myself. By the way, says a little public service announcement. CDC has let us know today that coronavirus does not necessarily transfer via surfaces. So if you'd like to lick a countertop, go right ahead because you're not going to get COVID-19 apparently. So go ahead and throw away your rubber gloves and start licking countertops. You do not have to PSA. sanitize all your groceries when they come in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. My third one, ready? Re hold on, Reggie, what'd you say? Okay. You don't have to sanitize them? I, apparently not. No. Uh, apparently not. They said it's just not going to transfer over surfaces. It's just the water droplets that come out of your mouth. Oh, wow. That, that's the way it's going to happen. I might start eating out again. Yeah. We, we've been eating out. Wow. We still all right? <laughs> you run, what, 80 miles a month? <laughs> no, I do not. 
Last time I ran the copper behind me. I don't know. No, but I'll keep interrupting. Go ahead, Rebecca. All right. The next one has to do with Walmart. So, I mean, I can think of about 407 million pet peeves at Walmart, but I think when someone's standing, and this, I guess this could go at any grocery store, but especially Walmart, because I'm already agitated when I walk in the door. Standing in the middle of the aisle, you're just standing in the middle of the aisle. Your cart's in the middle of the aisle. Your body's in the middle of the aisle. I'm standing behind you. I've asked you to please move. Now it's a one-way aisle, so I can't even turn around and go the opposite direction. Now I'm stuck. Oh, yes, you can. You can turn around and get gone. Move. Yeah, and then get mean mugged by about 10 other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we got judges all around. So, yeah. Wow. Stand in the middle of the cart, in the aisle with your cart. So just being rude. And yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Cedric the Entertainer entering into the movie theater late on that one when he said that white people walk in late saying to themselves, Oh, I hope no one's in my seat. And black folk walk in saying, I hope someone would be in my seat. So I'm gonna go ahead and go down the wrong way. And I'm gonna hope someone does say something to me about going down the wrong way in the stupid <laughs> aisle. I wish that somebody would. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Absolutely. I, I wish you would. <laughs> Glenn says, when you're from the South, there and there doesn't matter. But but I am from the South, and it does matter. <laughs> you're also a speech pathologist. Exactly. You got a little skin in the game on that one. We don't know no better. Rebecca, I'm wondering, uh, there very well may be some medication to help you with that wooden uh, wood <laughs> phobia that you got, by the way. I, I probably need to go to occupational therapy. It's probably a sensory issue. Probably so. Yeah. You know, you know, if I, you got, I got some friends. You, you yeah, I got indeed. some friends. They can hook me Animal up. Therapy or something. <laughs> All right. It, um, what, what other got, what are you pet, pet peeves do you have, Rebecca? What, what do you, what else I you got, got one more. All right, let's hear it. Stem, this mostly stemmed from, I remembered this from Sunday. I hate it when people make passive aggressive comments, like just an earshot of you, but they don't really want to say it to you, but they want you to hear it. Yeah. But I don't think they want you to respond to it. Mm. So, so this is the story that this comes from. So I have a running club. I'll just say there's nine of us because you're not supposed to gather with more than that, right? <laughs> So there was nine of us and we we're at a trailhead on Sunday and we we're looking at the map because we we're trying to figure out which direction we wanted to go on the trail. And this couple walks by and the gentleman and we're not near him. We didn't walk towards him. We're, you know, he chose to walk by us. He starts yelling to, or talking to his wife loud enough that we can hear him about how none of us are following the social distancing rules. Meanwhile, the nine of us are all consenting adults. Like, we know what we're getting into here. We're all standing next to each other. Okay, but that's our right. We can do that. Nobody's going and licking him or breathing on him or even walking near him. But so as a PSA, if you wanted to lick him, apparently the <laughs> CDC says that you can do that because... No, person, you're person. Probably, no, you're probably... You oh, okay. Like maybe not. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to be yeah. accused of fake news here. Sorry. Yeah, no. yeah. So, so then he says some, you know, 
several comments about how we are not uh, how we're not socially distancing. Mm. So, you know, you I, threw a I said something back to him. Mm -hmm. What'd you say? Can you put that on? I said, I said my body, my choice, man. <laughs> 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 he, didn't, he didn't say anything else. He got in his car. Yeah. That's now, I'll tell you, there were about four or five other couples that were on the trail that morning, and they were all thrilled that we were out running. They were like, it's so great to see people out. So glad to see you guys here. They were like cheering us on as we were running. Like, you know, we're like superstars or something. Yes. I was like, the world needs more people like these people. Not okay, so you know with Rebecca, the fit is the shan. Yes. If she has a response to you that is eerily reminiscent of, yes. of um, you know, women, the women's rights movement. Ooh, I mean, I'm about to text you that. I'm not kidding. You. I'm about to text <laughs> you. Oh, yeah. That's oh, not, yeah. You know, that's okay. We, we can say that around company. And, uh, yeah, the, the only – Way you know you stepped in it any worse if she came at you with a wooden spoon to beat you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Pat's talking about uh, uh, poor driving etiquette. Yeah, we we could go all day. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and and Joanne here uh, when people use the exit to enter the store, and you know what I really don't like at Walmart because. What what they do down there is you go in one particular side. Oh, if you if you enter in on the left side of the store, okay, the supercenter, you that set of doors right there, you walk the entrances on the left, not the right. Now over on the right side of the store, that set of doors, the entrance is on the right. And all that has to do with the, is the placement of the carts. Because they want you to come in on cart side. That makes sense. So you you come in on the left side of the store while someone's exiting, and then they look at you like you're an idiot. That's what I can't stand. And they're, I, I'm totally with Joanne on that one, big, big time. Man, that makes me want to get mouthy when someone does that. All right, all right, Rebecca. Well, I, I think I'm okay. I don't, I don't think I'm really uh, going to be in trouble with any of those. No. I, I, yeah. No. Nah, all right. Let me go. Let me go to mine, and we're going to finish up with Reggie. Okay. All right. So pet peeve number one for me is mouth smacking. Smacking your <laughs> mouth <laughs> or anywhere else, by the way. If you're chewing gum, I don't care what you do. And listen, I don't I'm not a gum chewer. I think it's much more appropriate. If you got some nasty funky breath, get some mints, get a tic tac, get prescription strength tic tacs. I don't care what you do, but don't go getting that gum and just smacking your mouth around me. It's absolutely disgusting. Now, I have what's called mesophonia. And uh plenty of people have mesophonia. Reggie, you know what mesophonia is? Yeah, the sounds annoy you. Yeah, yeah. They don't just annoy you. More than just annoy though. Yeah, they, yeah. they really there's certain particular sounds that elicit from you a really strong emotional reaction and lip smacking is definitely one of those. Like I can't stand what makes me want to go through the roof. I was in the car one day coming home, uh, coming down the road and I, I, I obviously don't want to say who I was with or anything, but this person was chewing gum and this person always chews gum and always chew gum really loud. And I asked this person to stop smacking her mouth. And she just ah, ha, ha, it laughed it me. off, played it way, off, whatever. Me. What was that, Rebecca? 
It was not me. No, no, no. It wasn't. Re- no, it wasn't Rebecca. I'd, I'd put you out there. I mean, you're right here. Um, so I asked this person to stop smacking her mouth, and I guess she thought I was joking until I hit the brakes right in the middle of a major road. It was like, "You are going to stop smacking your mouth right now." I am sick of it. It's disgusting. I will get out of this truck. I'll keep this PG for all the children at home. I'm gonna get, I will get out of the truck. I will let you drive home. You can take my truck and drive your happy self home. I'll walk from here. But I am not going to sit here and listen to this disgusting smacking of the mouth that you're doing right now. Like it really. Like I get, I get like charged up right now just thinking about it. I can see the energy. Oh, yeah. it is it is it is just absolutely the most disgusting thing. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. I can't stand it. Ugh. Listen, misophonia, that is oh man. Oh man. So we're gonna need a new sidekick. <laughs> oh hey, listen, I I gotta say, I've got probably two what I would well, I have two conditions, let's say. Uh, mesophonia <laughs> and colorblindness. Okay. And while I didn't even think about this necessarily as one of my pet peeves, when someone finds out I'm colorblind and then starts freaking testing me, <laughs> hey, man, what color is this? What color is that? Well, how do you really know what color it is? What's it? Or my favorite, what does the world look like through your eyes? How the hell am I supposed to answer that question? What's the world look like through my eyes? I mean, how do you even articulate that one? I have no idea. Is it like a fifties TV show? I mean, <laughs> that's. I mean, that's. What, I swear, the first thought with your mind was. But he's never seen color, so how is he supposed to explain to you what it looks like? I, it just looks I, 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 I'm like I'm watching the world for black and white. I see colors. Just my colors might look a little bit different. I understood, but I, I wouldn't ask you that. That'd be rude. That's like people ask me how tall I am. That drives me up a damn wall. What do you need to know for? Right? I mean, like. I'm sorry, keep going. Only yours. My bad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's probably the people just interested. I have no idea. It's weird. <laughs> All right. Here's, here's, my, here's my second pet peeve is uh, I can't stand it when people spell cuss words. Okay. <laughs> if you want to cuss, just go ahead and do it. Yeah. You know, just listen. You don't have to be like, hey, man. That scared the S-H-I-T out of me. It's like, I don't need to be the third grade spelling bee champ to know what you just said. Okay? <laughs> it's just the most ridiculous thing. It, um, like, I can handle that. I'm a grown man. I can handle that. And uh, and by the way, I don't, I don't know if it's like a... I don't know if it's a necessarily like a religious thing or anything like that. Um but I go to church. I love Jesus, but I cuss a little. Yeah. And uh, I can't imagine. I, I really hope God would not send me to hell for eternity mm. because uh, something slipped. And by the way, you know, thinking about it from that perspective, if seriously liking someone or hating someone is tantamount to murder in the Bible, then I'm just going to go ahead and say spelling a cuss word is tantamount to saying. So, if, if, you, if you don't want to say it, then don't even spell it. It's the most yeah. ridiculous thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're thinking it. All right. All right. Yeah, you're thinking it anyway. All right. Yeah. I got two more. All right. I hate it. I hate it when I'm walking into a restaurant or something like that, and I hold the door 
for like a group of people. And you got that one dude in the group that comes up behind me while I'm holding the door and like puts his hand like above my hand where I have it on the door and is like, oh, I got to go ahead. No, really, it's it's fine, man. It's tw- it is the year 2020. It's okay if a dude holds the door for another dude. Yeah, like seriously, yeah. I'm not going to collect your man card as you go by me on your way in the restaurant. Seriously, it's all right. And by the way, if you do go by me, don't put your hand on the door handle as you go by as I'm holding it as if I am not strong enough to hold that door or if I'm going to play some little joke on you where you're halfway through the door and I just decide to slam it on you or something like that. I'm a grown man. I ain't playing those games and I can hold a door. So just take your happy little self right through that door. Keep your hand off the door. And if you want to say something, just say, hey, thanks, man. I'll oh, go. Cool. Yeah, no problem. Or don't pick, say that at all. Just pick just up. Move. Yeah, pick up the check for me. It's okay. Yeah, this door thing's no big deal. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Get your get your hand off the door if I'm holding it for you. <laughs> all right, I got. All right, so I got tons more, but we can't be here all night. Uh, I I have made this pronouncement on Facebook before in a post, but now I'm going to make it live in person. Do not call me Bud. My name is not Bud. Listen, if you've done it, if you've texted me, hey, Bud, if you've said to me, hey, Bud, uh, if you emailed me and said, hey, what's going on, Bud? I'm not offended by that, but I would like for you to just stop doing that because my name is not Bud, okay? My parents called me George, and uh, that's what I would like to go by, not Bud. That sounds like, sounds to me like a name that you would call somebody that uh, would jump in a pickup truck and go hunting, you know, in uh, you know all these uh, all these names that we've seen for rednecks, inbred, all this sort of stuff that we've watched in the news recently. Like it is such a redneck sort of thing, and it's patronizing. And I, and by the way. Bud is not as bad as Guy or Pal or, you know, any number of other ridiculous things that people might want to call you. Uh, I'm I, Glenn asked about dude. I'm okay with dude. I'm okay with dude. Um, as long as the person is my age or older, I'm okay with that. If, uh, if a child a teenager, someone in their 20s and 30s wants to address me as Bud or something like that? No, it, well, I'm, I'm not going to play that. <laughs> You're you going to get corrected. I can't stand it. So patronizing. It's like Bubba? No, that's even worse. And I'm going to tell you the worst one. I'll tell you the worst one is Bubby. Mm. Like, oh, I grew up playing baseball. That seems like the a baseball nickname sort of thing bubby i'm not knocking i mean if you want to call your kid bubby or you someone wants to be called bubby then bubby yourself to death i mean you could have at it i just don't like that i just uh, i think it's annoying yeah we ain't that close we ain't cool that's right right reggie see yeah 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 yeah. so there's the analogy for me this is like 
the white guy around you trying to be cool, dropping the N word and all this sort of stuff. Uh, to me, that's what it feels like. Yeah, we that close, partner. I know what you that's mean. Right. Yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm going to put everybody on it. Now, what I, what I know is going to happen now, I'm probably going to get flooded with some text messages from people. What's going on, bud? Yes. Yeah, and I'll, I'll take that. It'll be, that'll be fine. Yeah, you laid it out there. You laid it out there. Yeah. What, what's Natalie say here? Her uh... Zero is a number and O is a letter. I hate it when people <laughs> use the letter O in place of the number zero. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's right. That and Ethan what... also posted, she, he actually posted it on my page, uh, people who park at the gas pump that aren't getting gas. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, you know what? I don't like it when, I've, I've, especially if it's packed down there, if you're going to pump your gas and then go inside and get yourself a snack, go to the restroom, spend like 30 minutes in racetrack, then just pull your car Move up. Your car. Get out of the yeah. way. I don't like it at the gas station when people pull up when they should pull up to the like the furthest pump, like, but they pump they pull up to the pump the closest pump. So then the next person who comes has to either go around. But if there's no room because there's cars on the other side, there's this pump on the other side. Now now you're just in the way. What is wrong like, with people? Couldn't you just pull up a little bit? What is wrong with folks? Oh. Ridiculous. And I'll tell you what else. I think in 2020, it's totally fine when I fill up my F-150 not to turn that thing off. Listen, it's hot down here, man. It'd be like 98 degrees. I got to keep that AC going. And you're not supposed to get in and out of your vehicle because of friction or whatnot. Or, you know, you might uh, cause a spark or something. Uh, no, no. Let me tell you something, bud. I'm going to go ahead, put that gas thing in there, get back in my truck, soak up that AC while that thing's filling up, and then I'm going to get out of it, and I'm going to go and put that pump up and get my receipt and get back in there and go. That's some bloodthirsty stuff there, Reggie. Trust me, that's bloodthirsty. Yeah, that's that, that, that's a crime against man. Understood. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, sir. Understood. Yeah. All right, Reggie. Enough about uh, – our issues. What do you got going on, man? What's uh, what are your pet peeves? I don't have any. I'm lying. You got some you don't want to talk about here. We all do, but uh, give us what you can talk about. All right. So one of my pet peeves is the one upsman. Mm. If I tell you a story, it don't matter what I tell you. You've either done it. You know, somebody who did it. And they had a far better experience or that I mean, it's just it, it doesn't matter. Or if I'm doing something, you 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 know how to do absolutely everything. And maybe it's because I'm the baby of the family that I've experienced this. But I mean, not just in my family, like outside in the world. And I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but that person who just knows everything and has experienced everything. And like you can't mention anything without them having gone through it. It drives me up a wall. And, and it's to a state now where it's like awkward for me because I want to say something, but anything I say is going to be vulgar and hostile because I just want to like, I, I want to see them, want to see their eyes bulge out of their head. It just frustrates me so much. I don't see the need to try to one up people on a regular basis, but that's one of the things that just irks the living snot out of me. What do you think well, of that? Well, Rebecca will remember this. I was going back and forth with uh, a family member who, um, uh, 
we were on Facebook, I believe it was. And I think that at this point, you know, when the conversation goes so far that you move it off of the, the, the post, you know, those threads and you go over to your private messages. Yeah. Okay. That's where we were. So, you know, this thing's already reaching critical mass. Mm-hmm. And at some point I said to this uh, person who is 10 years, at least younger than me, I said uh, over, over the message now. So this stuff could get lost in translation, but I said, you know, talking to you is like talking to somebody who has like three or four advanced degrees who, um, you know, has had like multiple positions of authority and has traveled the world over and had just amazing experiences. Yes. And you know what the response was? It was something along the lines of, oh, thank you. So dense. Okay, so right there, your response totally validates everything that I just said right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. This fanciful world that people, some people live in, and it's like it's a TV show, and they're waiting for the audience to react to their their, their tones or, you know, whatever comment they put out there. I don't know. That just grinds my gears like a son of a gun. So much so I just kind of keep to myself. And if somebody's doing it, my talkative self will shut up. I just won't say anything. And, and and more times than not, I find a way to get out of that situation as quickly as possible. Now, the three of us are relatively easy, uh, good at, at uh, kind of easy for us to read people's body language, maybe to some, to some degree. I mean, this is what we've done for 20 plus years is we have had jobs and uh, levels of responsibility where it's like our job to kind of watch people figure out what's happening next, right? Because that can save you. I mean, that that really could be your life or keep you from getting injured or whatever. Um, So I'm pretty accustomed to reading body language and whatnot, and I don't get it right all the time. But, I mean, can't you see it, though, when someone's just not uh, paying attention to the words you're saying? They're just, the wheels are turning, and they're just processing everything, you know, their information, and and they, they just can't wait for you to show up so they can shut up so they can to share their point of view. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's narcissism. Uh, narcissism. Uh, that's all it is. Narcissism. And I'm going to tell you those self-absorbed know-it-alls. I don't know if it's lack of care or inability to recognize social cues. It doesn't matter if you crawl into a hole and bury yourself, they'll just keep going unless you physically walk away from them. They'll just keep going with their infinite knowledge and world experience and life. Yeah. And, I'm thinking, hold on, you broke as hell on disability. Um, I don't even think you graduated high school. Where'd you get this wealth of knowledge from? But yet they still find a way to tell you how to live your life, what to do, and any experience that you talk about. Yeah, I went to Jamaica. You know what? I owned a house in Jamaica. That would be their response, right? They can just one up you at every single turn. It's like, okay, whatever you get out of that, man, whatever floats your boat, make mine sail. But I'm going to get the hell away from you as soon as I possibly can. Yeah, I can tell you where they're getting all their information. <laughs> Where's that? CNN, man. <laughs> oh Lord, yeah, we had to we had to make it political. No, no, no. I, that's not political. That's just news, man. That's that's a that's a great news network. All right, man, go ahead. Okay, What's the next one. So I've been. I, you told me this earlier, and I tried to think of one to that stay within the PG realm. Another thing that really grinds my gears is like overpriced stuff. When I see something. Like, okay, say going through the airport, I will starve myself 
rather than pay nine dollars for something I could have gotten for three on the street, right? So what's the expense? I mean, and, and I will go out of my way trying in ordering food. I'll go through, and it'll take me an hour and a half to order it. If I see that you've marked the price up, I just I avoid it altogether, right? I mean, and I'll sit there and have some long narrative about my disgust and their need to elevate the. I mean, I don't know why it bugs me so much, but just paying more for something than what it's worth is an issue to me. I'm one of those people that have buyer's remorse, like ten times out of ten. But even in the simplest thing, like just getting a meal. If I know I could probably cook that for less, I ain't gonna mess with it. I, I, I'll just go and try to do it myself. Is that crazy? Yeah, well, I'm just thinking, uh, and I, 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 I'd be interested in Rebecca's input on this one because Rebecca will bring something home and I'll be like, hey, where'd you get that? And she'll be like, oh, it was on sale for $15. That's not what I asked you, okay? <laughs> There's another pet peeve of mine. That is not what I asked. Ooh. I asked, where did you get that? Oh, I had a coupon too. I didn't ask you that. Where did <laughs> where, it was a bogo? No, I again, I did not ask one. you about that. So, but uh, but before we get to Rebecca's perspective on this, uh, Reggie, I just want to say that the increased prices in the airport can only be attributable to Donald Trump. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how, but I, I know that it's got to be one way or another. He was in office, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rebecca, what do you think about what Reggie just said there? Um. Well, I mean, I was. Do you feel like someone's just trying to get get one over on yeah. you? Do you think that's what makes you mad? I take you fast or just just do more, do it because they can. You're, you're in yeah. position, so why not? But even outside of that, like if you order from DoorDash. And you, if you do this, I mean, I do it. I'm quite the, I guess, neurotic person. I'll go and I'll see a, a place like, I don't know, say Panchero's or someplace like that. And I know when I go into Panchero's, I can get a burrito for $5.85. If I order through DoorDash, before I even pay a processing fee or a trap de delivery fee, it's already $8. So they can add a dollar and 15 cents or $2.15 on top of it. Just, just because, what is it, for the convenience? I'm thinking about no, probably not start first. And literally, I'll go through, and it'll be an hour and a half, and I still want to make a selection. And I'll finally say, forget it. I'll eat my own food. Oh, you see what Glenn yeah. says. One of mine is people who don't understand fair market. <laughs> I love that dude. I mean, DoorDash has to make some money, man. You know, meal on the planet. That I mean, well, I'm sorry. Someone, Glenn, please. Enlighten me, so maybe I can get this burden off my back. I gotta. I, uh, I need to email Glenn a. Five uh, percent. I need to. I need to email Glenn the code to uh, to join the conversation. Uh, Glenn, all, listen. If if you've got a if you're on a laptop right now with a camera and a microphone, I can send you a link, man. And as long as you're dressed appropriately, we'll get you in here. And not until I, so, I want it because I don't understand it. I don't. It's just well, unnecessary. I can see this like when you're watching, sometimes when you're watching like infomercials or something, or like shipping and handling is like $19.95. And I'm like, I know it does not cost $19.95 for you to ship that. And what are you handling anyway? Thank you. Like, how are you handling it? And if you didn't handle it, you wouldn't have made the money. So it's got to be part of the natural fee. Like, what's wrong with you? I used to order yeah. from eBay until I started paying $20 and $30 to ship stuff. And then I got here and there's a label on it for $5.02. Yeah. 
So you just took twenty five dollars from me, just because you could. Just because you could, yeah. And that that to me has become the way of the world. And the yeah. uh, if you can do it, then do. It. Yeah, but there's people that'll pay. So for me, it's more like a game. Like I'm gonna try to figure out how cheap can I get it. Yeah. So like, it's like if I want a pair of pants, just say I want a pair of pants. I am not gonna buy that pair of pants when it's like on the regular rack. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wait. I will stock those pants. If I have to stock them for two months, I'm going to stock them until they get to be on that clearance rack. And then they're marked down a couple times. Yeah. By the time that happens, generally my size is not there, but you know, and by, the time, get over on me. And by the time she does get the deal that she's looking for, she's so excited about it that when she comes home and I say, Hey, where'd you get that? She's like, I got it for dollars. <laughs> That's not what I asked you. Let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this, Rebecca. I, I, you ain't got to put your business in the street, but did you grow up um, with a spoon poor. in your mouth? No, no, I grew up very poor. And so I think I had to rationalize everything that I spent. And even when I was making my own money, everything that I bought, with my own money, by the way, yeah. was like scrutinized. And so I think I always, I, you would think that by now, I, this would be, I'd be done with this. <laughs> But it is so ingrained in me, even when, you know, I bought something for myself when I was a kid. Oh, somebody's ringing. That's, my, that's mine. I couldn't. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I always had to make some reasoning up behind why it was okay that I bought something, yeah. even though it was my own money. All right. You know? Well, you know, for the local, this won't mean anything to you, Reggie, but for the local folks here where we live, <laughs> I found Rebecca in a trailer and home assassin. And now, <laughs> and now she lives. In a, uh, she lives on a corner lot in Citrus Hills with a pool. Hey, and a central vac and an intercom system. Well, and all that really means is you know, we got an old house, but uh, yeah, she's yeah. living the dream. But no, you know what they call that the trailer park rose. Yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever. Okay, back to this, right? And Glenn, you never apologize for what you say on this show, you have every right to say it, and nobody's mad, and I really do. I would like somebody to explain to me how it's reasonable to do it because it always messes me up. Like I got people who brag about how much they paid for stuff. Oh, this cost me $800. This cost me. And all I'm thinking in my head, you're an idiot. If you paid $800 for that. Somebody should have gave you 650 back in change. I'm going to pay that. Right. right. And for me, I brag about how little yeah. I paid for something. Right. Yeah. So like that's my thing. And I don't get it. Why? And, I know this on Cranon. I'm not trying to be philosophical or act like I got a valid point, but it, I always harken back to when I didn't have, mm -hmm. you know, I'm blessed to have. I, there's no way I would have been able to afford a lot of the stuff that's marked up for no good reason back then. Just because you can. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I would have always been sitting there wanting. And I think about, I, I turned into Reggie, the 10 year old kid. Who mama went out and her, she couldn't work and we and she was too proud to take welfare, right? Mm -hmm. So we sitting there struggling and I think about that in that moment it's like, dog, this ain't it's you made an extra five dollars off some person, but you somebody who don't have that don't ain't don't have access to that. Somebody mm -hmm. willing to discretionarily spend that extra five bucks now they're denied that because but you made your profit. Good for you. God bless you. Hope you're burning. Um, at least in the sticks full of, I don't know. So that, so, uh, so Cohen and I, we've been doing a little bit of golfing recently. Cool. And, uh, 
Cohen, my son. Yeah. So uh, you know he doesn't have a he doesn't have a putter. Yeah. So went down to Walmart, and uh, I thought they used to have a whole section there where you could buy single golf clubs. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't do that. You got to buy the whole. You got to buy the whole kit and caboodle. I mean, I can't get a Lucy. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm not trying to buy the whole pack. I just want a Lucy, but I couldn't get one. So yeah. now if they did have one, I'd probably pay probably, I don't know, $20 for one. So uh, I'm glad they didn't sell any Lucy's down there at Walmart. Cause you know what that made me do? That made me think we got how many uh, thrift stores around here, man. I went to a thrift store, got him a nice putter for $1. <laughs> there you go. Save money. Did that go to the thrift store? Go to the thrift store and get all the Lucy's you want down there for a bucket piece <laughs> and go golfing. And and strangely, thing, when I asked when I asked where it came from, he actually told me where it came from, not how much he paid for it. Yeah, but I was excited to tell her how much I paid for it. I will tell you that. Convictions, I like that. I, I like couldn't that. wait. Yeah, I couldn't wait. Hey, you know, and I'll tell you who's gouging you right now is those copper fit people. You know, you all have seen the commercials with Jerry Rice and. And uh, and our boy Brett Favre there, uh, scammer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, putting on those sleeves and back stuff and telling you how great they feel their knee braces and all that. Well, Copperfit now is selling a copper infused face mask, so that you can go out and be COVID nineteen compliant, and it has copper in it even. And uh, <laughs> that thing costs twenty nine ninety nine for their face coverings. Unbelievable. Price to me, that uh, it doesn't. It grinds my gears. I never purchase it. Like I'll do it out before I actually give you my money, just because you. I know you're trying to rob me, right? And so I, I guess it's sourced in my, my my youth. But the last one I got, and this one, I mean, just I don't know. It, it for me, it, it's something that just kind of works my last nerve. It's the person who they never, ever, 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 ever own up to anything, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as something go bad, they'll blame everybody around them. They need to have that. that they got to have some sense of blame in order for things to be right. Even though they ain't fixing nothing, they ain't making nothing better. But like literally, okay, got an email one day. I put somebody responsible, made somebody responsible for something. And they say, hey, let me help you with this. I'm like, no, nah, I don't trust nobody but my mom and I still cut the deck. No, let me help you. Let me help you. All right, cool. Fine. You help. Did it. And then it was done wrong. And as soon as I was like, um, you know, I have to redo that because I got a response that said it was done incorrectly. Well, no, that had to be the computer. That had to be this. That had to be that. It had to be this. Couldn't you have just pause for a second and say, my bad? Two of the most powerful words in the English language. But you stop and think about this. In, in most workplaces, just period with people. As soon as you bring up something that's flawed or like something that's off, that ain't the way it's supposed to be, they immediately find a way to dismiss the blame, but find something to blame. And that drives me up a damn wall. Pardon me, I've been cussing a lot tonight. I apologize. But that drives hey, me up. It's, it's a family show. Come on now. I know. I know. At least you did. Hey, at least you didn't spell. That drives me up. <laughs> that drives me up. The E-A-M-N wall. Yes, yes. And it's just, yeah. I, don't know, it's just, I think because I was that person at one point, and I kind of I knew what my motives were behind it. Then I, I transfer those motives over to them, and it, it's not healthy, right? It's just anything to pass the buck, and it's just self-serving is all get out. And I think that's a big thing. My mama told me a long time ago, be kind to everybody because you never know who you might need in this world. 
And so I kind of, I, I, you know, kind of live my life that way. And so when I see people passing the buck, that's not kindness. Well, it's, it maybe for me, it wasn't when I was doing it to folks. And I grew out of that in like my mid twenties, late twenties. So that's my last one. Folks who never take responsibility, but are quick to point the finger at somebody else. Yeah. You know, um, I think that, um, I have made mistakes so bad that I've had to own those Mm -hmm. and they were basically bad enough that now it's like, yeah, I'll go ahead and own anything. It does. It doesn't really, I mean, it really doesn't matter. I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and own that one. Big deal. And like my father always said, a hundred years from now won't make a bit of difference anyway. And and honestly, like 10 minutes from now, it's not going to make a difference because just like you were saying, you could be telling somebody something and all they're doing is thinking about their own business. Like 10 minutes from now, they don't forgot about your issue anyway. They really don't even care. Really in conversation like that, what people were doing is they're just measuring themselves up to, to you and how virtuous are they and how, um, you know, this is the way people gain self-esteem. I mean, I could, if I want to feel good about myself, I could, really get my life right uh and and to take all the steps it would take to make that happen which i'm sure all those steps would be absolutely overwhelming and you know i could get up every day and get out on the trail and bike and exercise and lose weight and all that sort of stuff feel real great i mean there's a multiple multitude of things that i could do to just really make myself all i could be so i could feel good about myself or i could just bypass all that stuff and point out your flaws yes yes and if something go wrong, it had to be your fault. Well, of course it did. Of course it did. Yes, absolutely. I, and that, that's it for me. I mean, that's that's it. And I think can I get can I get political on that on that, uh, on that point? You get political. Just huh? let me make this statement. You get political. Just today, I was doing a training, and somehow the invitation went out at nine thirty. Well, I won't say somehow. I did it. I didn't realize I did it, but I must have done it because I'm the one who did it. So we're in the middle of it, and my co-trainer was talking to me. I mean, she said, well, we got to do something. I said, yeah, we definitely do something. As soon as we got on there, I said, hey, blame it on me. I made a mistake. It won't happen again. But uh, thank you all for being able to get on here at 9 instead of 930. That was so freeing for me to do that, as opposed to waiting for them to say or complain about it. You know what I mean? Just take ownership of it and move the hell on. I didn't blame the system, the computer, or Anything else, even though WebEx has been kind of hinky at times, even if it is, I could have checked it a few more times before I sent it out, and I couldn't have, right? But how many people do that? How many people slow down and say, you know what? I did wrong. I apologize to my son all the time for mistakes I make and assumptions that I've made. I think that's it. People don't want to apologize because ownership leads to like having to take responsibility at some point. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Get political. Get political. Yeah, man. Well, no, I'll, I'll save it. I'll I'll save that. But um, yeah, I was thinking though that uh, a man that I consider a mentor, a man that I just love dearly, passed away a few years ago at eighty-five, Mister Troy. Um, that flag that's behind me right now. Maybe I should uh, talk about that one day. What uh, story behind that and how it relates to him? But Mister Troy used to always say to me, George, it's hard to be a hundred percent all the time. <laughs> it's just the bottom line you're not going to be mm-hmm. all right well i appreciate uh everyone chiming in tonight and um this is uh this is almost a record we're going to wrap things up here under an hour that's pretty yeah. amazing yeah 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 so um 
Hey, a um, lot of things to gripe about, that's for sure. But there's a lot of things to be very, very grateful for as that's well. Weird. So um, I'm very grateful. And I know Rebecca is for uh, Chateau Small Talk here. She's not in the trailer and home assassin anymore. Why uh, you sister, man? Get up off it. Huh? Leave my stuff alone. What's wrong with you? Uh, grateful for uh, family and friends and, uh, and, and work and health and so many things to be grateful for. And, uh, and I'm grateful for, uh, this amazing country, even though right now it just seems very crazy, but it always has. So it always has. All right. Um, thank you for listening tonight. Uh, we really love it when people tune into Facebook Live and interact with us. That's awesome. Uh, just remember that we do that every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. And if you miss it live, then please go back and watch it again. We'd love to see those views go up. And uh, also, I always uh, download these videos that are generated from this uh, Facebook Live and upload those to YouTube and, of course, Apple and Google podcast so go check it out there and give us a rating uh five star and if you're not gonna give us five star then just like i said last time just practice what your mama told you if you don't have nothing good to say don't say anything at all because that's really one of my pet peeves right there let me tell you so uh, uh on be on behalf of uh rebecca there in our daughter's room and reggie up in st paul y'all have a great weekend have a great memorial day weekend um Take some time out to stop and think about what uh, the, the significance is behind Memorial Day. And here's another pet peeve. I hate it when I don't remember to lower my flag to half staff. So I got to make sure that I do that on Memorial Day on the 25th. Y'all lower that thing. Be respectful. All right, we're out.